Guess what time it is? It's Spritz O'Clock. Welcome back to the Spritz O'Clock. <laughs> Did I say Spritz O'Clock? Crotch. Spritz O'Crotch. <laughs> uh, just kill me. Okay. Guess what time it is? It's Spritz O'Clock. Welcome back to the Spritz O'Clock podcast. This is Amanda. And Reeves. And I'm so excited to be recording again today. Reeves and I have not recorded in a minute because she's been in Nantucket. And Amanda had the stomach bug. (laughs) That is true. I had the stomach bug and moved home to my parents' house all in one week. And we've been busy bees. I just, it feels so weird to be sitting here. I texted Reeves a few days ago while she was away and... Oh, I'm sorry. I should be saying on Nantucket. Oh, Isn't yeah. that what people say? Yeah, you have to say on Nantucket because it's an island. You're not in it. You're on it. Okay, well, it. while Reeves was on Nantucket and I was bored in my backyard, I was thinking, I was like, oh, my God, I haven't recorded in forever. I miss recording so much. And I texted her and I was like, I can't wait to record our next episode. I know. I was so excited to get back get in the swing of things and get back into our podcast mode so that being said let's do ins and outs of the week do you want to start us off sure so my end this week is buying matching pajama sets as souvenirs from wherever you go so I just went on a trip I went to Nantucket (laughs) and I got the cutest pajamas from there and they're so soft they're perfect and I'll always have them and remember the trip do they have Nantucket iconography on them yeah it's like little clams chowder just i don't know what else (laughs) clam chowder clam chowder okay so reeves and his clam chowder pajamas i'm just kidding that's actually a really good one because it's a little souvenir and then collecting matching pajamas is like the superior collection i love collecting them do you have an out for us i do starting off on a my negative foot (laughs) Um, okay, so my out this week is suburbia. What? Like the suburbs. <laughs> Amanda. It is. It's just out. Like, okay, so here's what prompted that. I like the suburbs. I, I don't like, okay, just it's out this week for me because I think my worst nightmare is to like live in the suburbs. Why? Because I don't want to have a house that looks like everybody else and a husband that's secretly cheating on me and kids that like resent me and the only thing that likes me is the family dog. <laughs> like that's just my biggest fear. Like I just feel like if I live in a city, I'm somehow immune to those things. Like I, I feel like it's worse in the city. I feel like I'm going to end up with a fupa if I live in the suburbs. <laughs> I don't know why. Just don't ask me why. I can't even say it. People will think I'm literally evil if I say it but I was just like driving in this suburb the other day and I was looking at all like in Plano and I was like looking at all these houses in this gated community that was like built and all the houses were built by the same builder so they all have like the same construction and the same fake window shutters on the outside of the house that like don't even close and I was just like (gasps) like no shade towards anybody that lives in those houses like we all have different things that make us happy and bring us joy. But I was just like, I'm afraid my life's going to turn out like this. Like, what if I don't, like, have this huge, fabulous, amazing, extraordinary life and I live in suburbia? So suburbia <laughs> is now out for me. That's all. I am not well. I kind of want to go to the suburbs, live a slower life. Well, the thing is, like, okay, I I would live in the suburbs if it was Wisteria Lane. I need to look that up. It's the Desperate Housewives suburb oh. that they live in. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I just feel like it's not like that usually, so. 
No, I don't think so either. That is a good show. Yeah, I love that show. I feel like we've talked about it on this podcast. I before. was rewatching it for a while, like a, f- a month ago, maybe. I yeah. need to get back into it. I've been slacking on rewatching it. It kind of slowed down for a second there. <laughs> Anyways, do you have an out for us? So, my out this week, going back to traveling, um, I hate airports. I think that having two layovers yesterday really gave me the push I need to be successful and only fly private. <laughs> yeah, I think a private plane is the key to being, being okay with traveling and being happy traveling. It was just so miserable. I had two long layovers. I had to get a glass of wine at TGI Fridays for two hours. Um, it was miserable. I was so tired and hangry. It was all around so terrible, but it really did give me the push to want to be successful and be able to (laughs) afford a private plane. Yeah, I feel that. Honestly, traveling gives me such anxiety. I was so anxious. Like, I honestly don't miss it. Like, I don't really have any travel plans right now for the next few weeks, and I'm kind of like... Soak it up. Bless up. Do you have an in for us? I do. I do have an in for you. So my in, okay, this is actually going to be very controversial, but recently my in has been taking the stairs. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. It's summer, guys. Like, I'm just going to be really real with y'all. We need to cut the crap, okay? (laughs) Cut the crap. We're not taking the elevator. We need to have a good butt. We need to have good legs. We need to look like strong, hot women. I've got to work on the cellulite on the back of my legs. Yeah, I think taking the stairs is going to do that for us. Yeah, I take the stairs in my apartment building. Yeah, but like, okay, I'm not saying don't take the stairs if you're like in high heels and caked up in makeup and you're about to go hit the town. Like, obviously, you don't want to sweat in those scenarios. But look, like, if it's like a random Saturday morning and you're like heading home from getting your like bagel and coffee or something, you know, take the stairs. Don't take the elevator. You know, there's a time and a place. And I think it's just it's a good in. It's good like summer vibe. Like we're taking the stairs. Hot girls take the stairs. Yeah, that's a good saying. Yeah, I kind of don't like it because, I don't know, I feel like the whole, like, hot girl thing is so overused, but we need a new saying. Like, TikTok needs to give us some new content in hot that girls. way. What is it? Hot girls drink cold milk? What? Oh, I saw that one. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> have you seen that thing called beekeeping age no. on TikTok? I just learned what this is. It's, if I'm not misunderstanding the concept your beekeeping age if you're like in your 40s and 50s but you're abnormally hot and attractive and it's like confusing to a young person to see that type of person who's that age because they're so hot but they're beekeeping age isn't that like the stupidest thing you've ever heard kind of but I yeah but I hope I'm like really old and really hot (laughs) no same like I want that too but I saw this TikTok the other day this girl filming her dad and all the comments in the comment section were like it's always a dad he's beekeeping age he's beekeeping age or like it's giving beekeeping age I'm like why did we call it beekeeping is it kind of like he's gatekeeping his age it's kind of like he's like a zaddy (laughs) like he's like a hot dad like he's like a like it's like how you're like like if you were like a milk you'd be like beekeeping age I don't know. I just saw that. Like, y'all can, like, look it up. Look up look up on TikTok beekeeping age. Let us know your thoughts. Well, do you want to jump in today's episode? I do. And I'm really excited to talk about today's topic because it was highly requested. We actually switched this topic with something else. We were going to talk about something else today. But then so many of y'all said that you wanted to hear more conversations about post-grad and post-grad life. So we switched it up. And today we're going to be giving you basically a pros and cons list of post-grad life so life after your undergrad after you graduate college 
university, whatever you want to call it, get your bachelor's degree and you start your first job, which seems to be kind of like a popular life track that a lot of people take. Yeah, I was thinking about it and Amanda and I were talking. I wish whenever I graduated that there were more podcast or like, I guess, episodes dedicated to life after college and how to navigate that. And so I think it'll be helpful. My thing is, is like, is it just me? Or did you not? I Okay, so I think it is just me. I did not think about life after college while I was in college. And maybe that is just extreme failure to have like foresight at all. <laughs> I didn't. I was applying to jobs and stuff, but I wasn't thinking like, what is my day-to-day life going to be like? Exactly. What does it really mean to like work a nine-to-five job or like pay my own bills, all of these things? I was just so focused on graduation and I kept thinking it was such an ending. Like I was like, oh, a chapter's coming to an end. I'm graduating. I'm like leaving my friends. I'm all of this. And as I should be, you know, very just in the present moment, like mm-hmm. soaking that up because that's what everybody told me, like soak yeah. it up, soak it up while you're in college. But I was just like not even thinking about post-grad life and I was not anticipating the post-grad slump. I had no idea that existed. I didn't either. I had a lot of friends that were, that's all they thought about. And they were like, oh my God, I'm so nervous about jobs. I really barely thought about. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like it. It's really a blessing better. and a curse, I guess, because, like, I... It worked out for us. Like, yeah. having fun and whatever, but yeah. I was not thinking about, like, work. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to think about it. <laughs> no. Um, I'm I'm glad that I was like that, though. Imagine stressing out and wasting away the end of your senior year and just getting so stressed out about work. Yeah. You're already going to be stressed out about work. No, I agree. Like, I think I was, like, stressed because I was, like, getting denied from jobs left and right. Like, every job I applied to second semester of my mm-hmm. senior year, I got rejected from. Me too. Like, literally, like, over 20 jobs, you guys. What, what kind of jobs were you applying to? I was a, You know what I applied for that I got rejected from? I think I told you this. What? Is I applied for a job at LTK, the job that Libby has now, or oh, the first yeah. job that she had. Like, one of our friends that I now work with, and now I work with LTK all the time on TikTok, and it's so funny because <laughs> it's such a good reminder of how everything happens for a reason because I was applying to all these jobs at like reward style LTK like influencer marketing stuff because I thought I wanted to be like on the other side of influencer marketing and then I think it was kind of this weird thing of that just wasn't God's plan for me I was like Mm -hmm. meant to be I guess posting on TikTok and all that stuff and creating content but it's so funny and I kept questioning like oh why am I getting rejected from all this stuff like this sucks like that really I feel like applying for the jobs and getting rejected is the worst part I feel like my confidence was so low and I was so stressed out about just trying to move out <laughs> like it was Ugh, so bad yeah but I applied for jobs at showrooms here and like Alice and Olivia a bunch of places and now I work for a school online so slay slay so how we're gonna do this is we're each gonna give a pro and then we're each gonna give a con and then maybe we'll summarize everything for you at the end so who wants to start reeves should i start yeah you start us off okay so i think a pro is that you have your own life and when i say that i mean you don't have to ask your parents for permission anymore you have your own money you can make your own choices and it's really a liberating feeling not having to worry about like oh shoot do I have to ask my parents if I can go on this trip to Cabo with my friends yeah no you save up and you go and it's just nice because you have more freedom since you're financially independent which is also a con that will come later on but it's just a really nice feeling to not have to answer to anyone and 
it also makes you really responsible. Yeah, and I would say, like, the financial freedom part overall, I mean, long-term is a pro. Yeah. Like, you don't want to be mooching off your parents forever and ever and ever because, look, you have more freedom. You're able to, if you want to take the trip, you can take the trip. And if you want to buy the bag, buy the bag. Exactly. And it's so nice to not have to ask for permission or, like, validation for anybody to do Mm -hmm. that. And I feel like that kind of goes into what my first pro was going off the financial theme was you're rich basically (laughs) you're so rich I remember when I got my first nine to five like salary job and every two weeks I was having this money deposited into my checking account and it was the (laughs) most money I had ever seen in my checking account at one time and I was like holy cow this is a lot of money and when you think about it you're probably making like 50 60 70 80 thousand dollars a year however much money you know you're making at your salary job and for the first time in your life like you have a lot of money to manage on your own which is kind of like oof yes that's scary but also at the same time that's so exciting that's so much Mm -hmm. opportunity that's so many like experiences you could have stuff you could buy you know you can go live on your own you don't have to live with your parents anymore you don't have to ask them for anything like financial freedom overall I think is a huge pro and it's really exciting because it just means more like opportunity Amanda what would you say is like your favorite thing to spend your money on that's like the most special to you and like something you really value Ooh, that's a good question I know right (laughs) oh my god that's a good question can you say yours first So mine's travel because Mm -hmm. I feel like you get all these experiences and stuff. I just think it's kind of cool. You can pay for yourself to go somewhere and you don't have to ask your parents. It's just nice. Like you can take off and go on a trip, not ask them and it's just nice. That's nice because also that's something I never had before. Like in college, if I ever wanted to go on a trip, like – I had to scrounge up money from grandparents. I was, like, selling things on, like, Poshmark or I had to add it to, like, my Christmas list or, you know, everyone has their own unique financial situation, whether you're receiving money from your parents or not or however you kind of struggle your way through school. But... Yeah, now it's nice to, like, know you're going to get a paycheck and know that you can put that money towards a vacation if you want to. That is just, like, a really exciting feeling. I agree. I would say mine. Okay, so this is, like, a very unique thing to me. But obviously, my first 9-to-5 job, I left because I wanted to pursue TikTok and content creation in more of, like, a full-time role. And I still do have a day job, but it's way less hours than my first job was and it couldn't like pay for my lifestyle all by itself if that makes sense like I have to have money from like social media and then my other job so that it's a balance Mm -hmm. and I would say like all of the money I put into like buying my camera so that I could like make YouTube vlogs when I was kind of in that era like buying my tripod like really like funding this dream of mine is definitely like the thing I value the most like any money I've put towards like this podcast or like even you know just our you know monthly rss link subscription that we have to have so that we can publish this on spotify and apple music okay yeah it's like 15 dollars a month not that much money but like all of those little things add up and just any money that i've put towards kind of like funding my dream and funding like the career that i want to have or that i have for myself has been i mean such a huge sacrifice but also such a huge privilege because I have the ability and like to work and 
and do that so it's so rewarding too it's really fulfilling and rewarding yeah that's such a good one yeah I would say that's a pro overall of like post-grad is like your life in a lot of ways is more fulfilling because you are paying your own bills like that is a very like satisfying feeling like when you're able to like give yourself a certain experience or like a certain item or something like that Mm -hmm. like on your own yeah no I completely agree okay what's your first con of post-grad Reeves oh here we go buckle up my first one and I tell my parents this all the time so I think by far the biggest con for me is not being financially independent I think it's feeding yourself I mean I am scrounging for dinner every night I agree a hundred percent feeding yourself is such a task no one talks about that I mean it is a burden it is so awful. Like, Amanda hates the grocery store. She boycotts grocery stores. <laughs> so, it's just eating out. It gets so expensive. And that's something I'm definitely working on. But just the thought of coming home to a hot cooked meal with the placemat and the plate set out for you and your water or your tea out there from your mom is just there's no better feeling. I take it for granted. I always took it for granted. And I miss that so much. Yeah, I think that's something I definitely took for granted too. And now that I moved back home with my parents for the summer, I am not taking that for granted. Write it out. Anytime my dad cooks or something, he made um, ribs on the grill last Friday. Can I come over? Yes, like (laughs) literally, yes. I was so happy. I was like, oh, it's just a weight off my shoulders to come home. Think about like, not going back to money, but think about how much money you're saving. Oh, it, uh, yeah. It, yeah, on rent too. But yeah. I mean, that's all going to go down the drain when I have to furnish a whole new freaking house for anyway, Max. I, I can't even think about it. I told Amanda, I go, oh my God, like this can be great. Think of how much money you're saving on rent. She goes, no, I have to buy furniture. <laughs> I have to buy furniture and like um, everything. <laughs> HOA fees. I don't even know what's going to happen to me. It'll be okay. Okay. Anyways, my first con of post-grad is, now hear me out with how I explain this timelines between you and your friends lives changing does that make sense yes yes so something about being in high school or college is that everybody's kind of on the same trajectory for a set amount of time like when you're a junior you know next year you're going to be a senior and then you're going to graduate and then you're either going to like go to college or not go to college and if you go to college then you're a freshman sophomore junior senior For most people, that's how it goes. It's like a four-year deal. And there's not like a whole lot of comparison and like this person is already at X place in their life and I haven't made it there yet. And then when you graduate, it's like you look around you and all of a sudden you have a friend who's getting married. And then you have a friend who got a promotion at her job. And then you have a friend who can afford to buy a house. Mm -hmm. And then you have a friend who got a dog. And all of these things people are doing at different times than you. And it's really difficult to not let comparison be the thief of joy. Oh my god, Tink's reference. I love it. I know, I love a good Tink's reference. But yeah, it's really hard to not see like your life progressing in certain ways that other people's are and for me personally I know when I like started posting on TikTok and stuff like that I would see other girls that I was friends with on social media like really blow up or like get all these followers and I would think oh gosh like okay I'm posting every day like I'm doing my best why is my following not growing like they're following or I would see like 
some of my friends get proposed to and I would think oh my boyfriend and me have been dating for four years like why are we not engaged yet or why am I not ready for that yet you know and it's just you can't let that get to you but I would be lying if I said I haven't compared myself to other people you you just have to accept you are on your own path and you kind of have to put blinders on and trust that what is meant to you will come to you when the time is right everyone's different yeah no everyone's, everyone's different same, no one has the same timeline it's different for everyone and I think I have to try to remember that too because I see so many people <laughs> having babies getting married yes, having babies is another one it's like also once you get married then it's like some people have a baby right away some people wait a few years mm-hmm. and it's just like very it, it is it is very weird because all these people that you were very much in the same place as yeah. at one point are now like on totally different walks of life than you yeah so that's just kind of I don't know something that is a hard pill to swallow initially but like other things you will adjust to it and you will learn to compare yourself to people less and you will become more confident in the fact that you're on your own path and working on a different clock than all of your friends anyways Reeves you got a pro going off of that what Amanda just said is that you really do find yourself and you're way more independent post-grad I mean I can't speak for everyone but I Used to have to have my best friend with me 24-7. I was like, I'm not even going to Starbucks alone. She's riding in the car with me. But now, I'll, like, I pref- not prefer to be alone, but there are times. Amanda and I love our alone time. But I just feel like you really find yourself. I feel like people change so much post-grad. And I feel like, I, I mean, I was talking to a lot of my friends before this episode. And they all kind of said the same thing, that you kind of find yourself. And... You have more time alone in your thoughts where I didn't have that in college. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I'm very true to myself now. And I feel like I've finally grown. I feel like it's a maturity thing almost. Like you become more confident in being mm-hmm. alone. You yeah. learn to like like your alone time. And you don't like need a friend to do something with you 24-7. You're just overall more in- independent. And you're more confident and I don't know comfortable in your independence I feel like you grow into yourself more exactly you have your own identity yeah I said you have your own identity being away from college because you're not with the same group of people you've been with for all these years like going to a small high school can you relate like I feel like yeah I felt like I was really becoming myself in college and I look back now I'm like I'm so different but that's like life like you're always evolving and growing and maturing and Mm -hmm. it's the best part I agree it's a huge pro so I think just seeing my friends grow and watching everyone it's just it's been great and like follow their like interests and go on their own path yeah Yeah. I agree it's exciting to like be able to do what you really want to do and you're not always just like in the same class as it as everybody else or in the same sorority or living in the same house etc etc you feel more like true to yourself exactly do you have a pro for us yes I've I have a pro and this is kind of a mindset pro so when I was graduating college I felt like it was the end I think we kind of touched on this earlier but when you're anticipating graduation everybody's like soak it in soak it up this chapter is coming to a close like you're gonna move away from all your friends you're graduating college is over and all of those things are true But I feel like nobody really talks about how it's way more of the beginning than it is the end. That's so true. And like my pro is... 
this is really just the beginning. Like, this is the beginning of your career, mm-hmm. of you, you know, following your dreams. Like, maybe you want to, like, find love. Maybe you want to travel. Maybe you want to be, like, a CEO or an entrepreneur or any of these things. And, like, the best part is that you can literally do anything you want to. I always think of Taylor Swift's speech when she did the NYU graduation oh, commencement yeah. speech when she goes, like, the scary thing is you're on your own now. But the exciting thing is you're on your own now. Oh my God, I love and that. And I was so touched when she gave that speech. And I think it really resonated with me just because I think I was either a senior or maybe a junior in college whenever I watched that for the first time. And I remember thinking like, that's so true. And instead of letting it be this overwhelming thing, it's really this exciting thing and and empowering thing of like, you can do anything you want to do. Like, even if you're not necessarily in, you know, your dream job right now, there's a good chance your first job is not going to be your dream job. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's so okay true. because, you know, in your free time, you can, like, choose to work towards something that is relevant to, like, who you want to be one day or where you want to live one day or a certain job you want to have one day. And it's so exciting. Like, you can literally do anything you want to do if you so put true. your mind to it. I really believe that. I think so too. Like I remember I felt like I was in such a rut in my nine to five and I would go to bed at literally like I would shower and get in bed at six. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> Amanda and I started this podcast and I feel like it's given me this whole other creative outlet and something that I really look forward to and I love it so much. And I just feel like this is what I needed to do. <gasps> Wait, oh my do you have chills? Like, don't make me emo. I, <laughs> oh God, emotions. Ugh. It's true. I can't. I'm a Capricorn, you know. It's like, I'm that friend, like, if somebody comes to me and they start crying, I literally freeze. Really? You're like, not like that. You're like, warm and fuzzy. No, I'll like, hold you. No, I'm like, fuzzy and like, warm, but if somebody's like, crying and I'm like, not, I'm like, eh, panic. It's okay. I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, I'm, I think I'm normal. I think I'm getting better at it. I'm in therapy, guys. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, touch my heart. Why don't you? I know. Um, but I completely agree. This like gives me something to be excited about. And like, it's so fun to have projects and just like get to work towards our goals together. I know. She's my work wife. (laughs) Should we say that? Yeah. Let's get married. Anyways, just so we can make things a little bit spicy. Why don't you give us a con? Okay. I think it's a con That you do not have your unlimited free time anymore. Yeah. There's way less free time. In college, I would like... (laughs) I would literally rot in my bedroom (laughs) and watch movies and all this stuff. And now I'm like, oh my god, I'm too tired to watch this new episode of Housewives or whatever. But you just have to prioritize what's important to you. And it makes you realize you don't want to be spending your precious time on people or situations on anything that doesn't make you happy and that you don't want to do yeah I mean and also like money is a huge thing you don't want to go to a dinner with terrible people yeah and you're like shit I'm out a hundred bucks and I didn't want to go yeah I just don't even remember the last time I was bored I think that's a symptom of me being who I am and like my personality type and I adore staying busy Mm -hmm. but I'm kind of on summer break right now because my job my boss who I'm an assistant to she goes out of town for all of June and July where is she in France oh yeah she's in Paris lucky lucky 
anyways yeah so we start back up with our clients in august but for june and july i'm kind of like chilling a little bit and i'm excited because like obviously i have the podcast social media i'm going out of town for a few weeks and dog sitting and you know i'm staying busy but it's definitely gonna be like a less busy phase in my life and I'm kind of nervous because I don't think I've had that for a while like since being in college that's so nice it's like nice but it is nice like I don't want to take it for granted but also I'm the type of person the minute I get unbusy I find a way to concoct this like busy situation again I'll like get roped into doing something me too I'm like oh god forbid I have to like do nothing (laughs) no I hate doing nothing it's seriously an issue but yeah I would say like post-grad I mean there's way less hours in the day to like be bored and yeah. therefore your time becomes way more precious and it sucks a little bit all right amanda give us a con okay my con is it's kind of related i feel like a lot of these are a little bit interrelated but related to earlier how you said a pro was you find your identity more you become more independent and true to yourself mm-hmm. which is so true but i feel like the flip side of that is I think there's a lot more loneliness in postgrad, especially yeah. for people who move away from their hometown or like their college, wherever they went to college, and people who don't maybe have as many friends surrounding them anymore. I know when I was in college, I lived in a house of six girls when I graduated, and after that, I lived in a house with two roommates, and now I live at home with my parents again, and it's like I'm around people, But also at my first nine to five job, I was like the only person on my team that was my age. That's me. Yeah. I'm the youngest one. And I remember feeling very lonely Mm -hmm. because there weren't like a lot of people that could relate to the same jokes that I related to. Or there weren't a lot of people that, you know, watched Kardashians and Housewives and stuff like that. And I was so used to being in this college environment where I lived with six of my best friends and I was in a sorority with all of these girls that I had a lot of lot in common with. And I just had my younger sister there and I was I was always surrounded by people who I had a lot of things in common with. And you were super comfortable, I'm sure. Yeah, and I and look, I think it's a phase. Like you become more comfortable in an in in, in an environment. Look, I think it's a phase you become more comfortable in an environment over time. Like, when I first got to college, I was slightly uncomfortable. And, like, there's beauty in being uncomfortable, too, and, like, growing through it. But, yeah, I think, like, it can be lonely after college. And, like, that's very valid to feel lonely. It's so true. Moving away, I really experienced that. I was like, oh, my God. I feel like I need to call everyone 900 times a day. My parents were probably like, get, I'm going to have to block her. I remember feeling like that too. I would call my mom all the time after I graduated. You know what I would do, Reeves? Like, I I know you, your parents aren't here, but like, I would go home and sleep at home like once a week, even when I I didn't live with my parents, like just to kind of have like a taste of like being in a family environment again. I would 1000% do that. So something that happened to me post-grad is like I like mourned my childhood a lot, which I didn't anticipate doing. Like in college, I felt like I was in this like free-for-all kind of like carnival fun land where I was still a kid, but with adult privileges Mm -hmm. but none of the negatives that come with adulthood it's like a taste of adulthood after I graduated college and really started paying my own bills and like living on my own and being alone a lot more and like going to work every day I just remember really feeling like 
oh my god my childhood is over and I didn't even realize it ended and like now I'm so sad it was almost like grief like I literally went through like grief I was going to therapy like being so sad because I felt like even my this is so freaking sad I cannot believe I'm talking about this but it's real but I felt like my relationship like even with my parents changed so we moved into this new house And I remember going over to the house the first time when the construction was done because they built the house and like wanting to like go and like look at my bedroom and be like, oh, this is my bedroom Mm -hmm. and stuff. But then walking in and realizing that it really wasn't my bedroom because I didn't live there and I didn't sleep there. And my parents weren't even acting like it was my bedroom. Like my mom wasn't like, oh, like pick out which room is yours. But my younger sister, because she was still in college, like got to pick the bigger room. And I remember... She got to, like, pick new furniture for her bedroom and stuff like that. But they weren't doing that for me. And they definitely didn't mean any harm by it. But I remember getting in my car after and just crying so hard. Because I was, like, I am, like, not in this family like how I once was like I'm not like the child anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. this is the room that has all my furniture from when I was a kid. But... Now, like, because I'm older, I'm supposed to be, like, more emotionally, like, detached from this and, like, not caring about having a room in this house and not, like, feel, like, any sort of, like, ownership over this space. So do you kind of almost feel like a visitor? Yeah, it does. And it's, like, weird. Like, sometimes I feel like even now, like, just more of a guest in my parents' home. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's just such a con that nobody talks about. And I wish maybe I had, like, written this out before so I could have put it in better words for you guys. But, like... That's so true, though. You feel like a guest visiting your parents' house. And, like, it's nothing intentional. I honestly have the best parents in the world. And, like, even living with them now, like, of course, they cook me dinner some nights and, like... My mom loves to, like, barge in my room when she thinks my alarm hasn't gone off. And, like, all of those, like, same, you know, similar habits from growing up. But it's just this, like, essence and, like, I don't even know how else to describe it. An overall vibe. Yeah, it's just the vibe is, like, I have to kind of, like, pull my own weight here. And, like, I'm just very hyper aware of the fact that I need to not be in their house forever and I like need to get out of there and like move in with Max and like start my own life you know Mm -hmm. like it's kind of like just a little you feel more like a guest no I I feel that way too okay good it's not not like crazy like when you go home you feel like a guest I literally do yeah especially having a dog she's really a guest so I'm gonna lighten it up after my back-to-back con (laughs) I love it though um so a pro I have and This is a pro for me. I have some friends that probably would take it as a con. The alcohol intake is less. Yes, I agree. (laughs) In college, I was loving it. Like, face was so chunky. Loved the Rebel Vodkas. But now, you have to be responsible. You have a job. If you have a dog, you've got to wake up and take care of that dog. You don't want to be hungover. And so, I just think, overall, my I feel so much clearer-minded. Mm-hmm. clearer minded do you feel healthier overall so much healthier because I actually take care of myself now and I just think not going out as much and not drinking as much has made such a difference you know you have that occasional like my friends we always say we'll have like one crazy weekend or something and feel like we're back in college and that's so fun but after not drinking as much my anxiety is better I think it's a pro personally I love it 
Yeah, I agree with that. Just less pressure in general around partying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's no also pressure. very specific to our college experiences. I mean, I'm sure there's some people that took great care of themselves in college and didn't just put their liver through absolute <laughs> shock. I told you guys I never went on a walk in college. Yeah. I drank crazy, like, amounts in college. You know, like, I would find – we would find reasons to drink for any – occasion but i mean that's just kind of how it is yeah and it was a good era but i'm glad it's over me too my last pro which is kind of like odd is it's just a phase so like anything else if you were miserable in high school if you like resent your high school years and you look back on them and you're like ugh, or if you resent your college years and you look back on them and you're like i was so depressed and miserable that whole time thank god it's over if post-grad is that for you the best news is is it's temporary. Make a change. Well, yeah, make a change. But, like, like all things in life is it is temporary. Yeah. Like, this phase of feeling really uncomfortable and awkward. So, even if you're really going through it right now, my pro is that it gets better. And I remember the year after I graduated college was honestly probably one of the lowest points in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, my relationship like with Max was just so stressed y'all I literally almost dumped him like three times it was just like this whole thing and I was like trying to like be an influencer and like all this stuff still am um but you know I just was so insecure and really lost and I'm just glad that part's over and I just my pro is that it's temporary and like everything else it passes and life changes and morphs and moves on and so do you and I feel like it changes so quickly yeah and if you're sad like just know it will pass like it passes even if that's Mm -hmm. your affirmation like I do affirmations every day and literally I was in such a bad head place for a while my affirmation was like all things this feeling will pass because that was like the most positive thought I could find but like I just was like so awful like miserable and I just remember thinking like one day I won't feel like this bad yeah I won't be this sad I've been through so many phases already and it's crazy to me (laughs) yeah same I've I've been through a few eras (laughs) we're in a good era right now I feel like I'm in a I'm like fucking living it up I feel like I am too I don't know really like what's going on there but yeah so there's your example like two years ago I would have been like like that would have been sobbing on the the microphone i couldn't even have had this conversation i would have been like i miss being a kid and being in college i know but it does get better and i all in all i love post-grad oh i like it better than college i do too i do too honestly I could have never had this podcast in college, Reeves. I didn't have the confidence to do exactly. it. Exactly. so worried about what everyone thought about me. Who cares? Literally, no, who cares? Oh, that's a huge pro. Like, just going to yeah. throw that in there. You will find so much more confidence and be so much more sure of yourself mm-hmm. and care way less what people think. It's so true. Like, I, I literally not do not care. Like, you can send my story and say my ass looks huge. Or, like, <laughs> actually, nobody's ever sent a story. Okay, you can send my story and be like, I don't – what is this girl trying to do? Like, this is so embarrassing. Why is she talking on her Instagram story? Nobody cares. I Like, if I people were to say those things about me, I'd literally be like, okay. Cooler than you. I don't Like, care. it's just so crazy. Like, I don't care. Anyways, those are our pros and cons of post-grad. It's been a wild ride, you guys. But overall, I will say I think we're both happier yeah. than we ever thought we would be. And we've been through it. But – 
things are looking up and it gets better and life after college is awesome so don't be afraid it's the most liberating feeling you're on your own the world's at your fingertips you can literally up and move to new york city next week if you want you can do anything i i actually um one time i went to paris and i booked a flight and i left two days later to paris for a week me and my friend were just like okay let's just go to paris for a week i love that like that's the stuff you can do that's the attitude we want Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you got something out of it. I hope you're feeling more confident and excited about post-grad life or just, you know, what to expect a little bit more now. If you liked today's episode, please make sure to leave us a review. Give us a five-star rating if you can and follow us so that you always stay updated for new posts and new content you can find both me and reeves on instagram and tiktok my handle is at it's amanda dewitt mine's at reeves underscore lee and we will see you guys next tuesday bye bye Today's episode is brought to you by The Slate. The Slate is a Dallas co-working space dedicated to the support and stability of local businesses and entrepreneurs in the DFW area. The Slate has a video and studio room, team building room, co-working spaces, a podcast studio, and conference rooms. It's also where we record the Spritz O'Clock podcast. If you're interested in recording a podcast at The Slate, having a photo shoot here, or even just a team meeting, we'll link it in the show notes so you guys can check it out.